Hello, welcome to a beautiful podcast to fall in love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me in TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from Ari Season and Bachelor in Paradise. What are you doing with that pacifier? Get away! No! No! It's Jacqueline Trumbull. Hey guys, I was in a secret society in my college called the Sparrow Society. It was for people who neither contributed nor detracted from the university, and we all wore pacifiers at graduation. Oh. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Neither contributed nor... Yeah. We had to right, have... Just neutral... Between a 3.0 and a 3.5 and, and and be in three or fewer extracurricular activities. Uh, three or fewer. <laughs> yeah. There are people with more? That seems like well, overachieving. I know. Well, they wouldn't be in the Sparrow Society. <laughs> all right. So we watched the women tell all. Uh, we sure did. And the women reunited and it felt so bad. It did. Everyone screamed at each other and nothing was resolved. But at least Demi got some good lines off. Kaylin didn't get closure. Hannah B got set up to be the bachelorette. And Nicole got a year supply of fake healthy ice cream. And there were some bloopers and then we went home. It was terrible. It was appalling. It was really, really bad. So my first question yeah. is what are your women tell all memories? I was thinking about this on the train and I, I was like, I really liked Women Tell All. I had a I had a good time there. So and then I remembered that no, I didn't. I cried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was at the the height. And and by height, I mean there was a long height, like a tall plateau of my angst about getting airtime cut and like my relationship with Ari erased. So uh I didn't want to be the person who was speaking. It, it's really hard to come across well if you are just at the bleachers the whole time. If you get hot seated, that's when you can mm -hmm. come across well. And um, I did not get that. So I remember one of my producers <laughs> saying in the hotel room, like, Jacqueline, I know you don't think you want to go on Bachelor in Paradise, but just in case you change your mind, you might just want to say something, <laughs> like even just a sentence. It's like, uh. Then I was like, can you have Chris Harrison ask me a question then? And that was the amazing thing is that I wasn't even getting asked questions while I was there. So Bennett arranged for Chris Harrison to ask me a question, and this is what it was. Jacqueline? Because he had already asked somebody else a question, and then he just asked two more people and then finally just said, Jacqueline? And that was my that was my big moment. Whoa. I know. And that was it? That was the only... I said something to Crystal, and then, yeah, but that was basically... Wow. That was basically it. And did that did that make air? What I said to Crystal? Either of it. I, I said remember. a total of three things. One of them, one of them did not make it. Uh, but when I talked to Ari, I think that was when he had said Jacqueline. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that oh, made it. Like, is there anything you want to say? And right, you, right. And what did you say? Do you remember? Yeah, I, Ari had gotten a really unfair edit because they had made it seem like a we broke up because I was in a PhD program. Um, and like he wouldn't support me in that, which wasn't true. What made me feel bad is that Ari had consistently said that he wanted me to follow my dreams and he wanted an independent woman and he didn't want a woman to like, have to sacrifice her career. And they completely botched edited that and made it seem like he was saying our lives wouldn't work together because a woman would have to sacrifice her career. And I just thought that was incredibly unfair. Yeah. So I just tried to clarify that. So yeah, we had a lovely moment on stage. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Was there a party, at, an after party? Mm-hmm. What'd you do? We just went to some bar and then that was kind of boring. But then Kendall and I split off and we went to a really, really, really cool place in L.A. It was like, I don't know that it was necessarily a swing club, but there was some oh. sort of like salsa or swing or, you know, some specific dance was going on there. Um, and a couple of producers joined us eventually. And it was just really awesome looking. That was a good experience. But overall, I mean, looking back, my experience was fine on Women Tell All in that the only person that anybody was really mad at was Crystal, and she was awesome. I sat right next to her, and she just, like, she ate it, 
everything that people said to her, she was like, all right. But she was still <laughs> spunky. Yeah. And she wasn't holding on to negativity. Like, I actually found her really entertaining to sit by because she was just kind of funny. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was I was between her and Caroline, and Caroline also had that big splash moment. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But it's very difficult to speak up. You have to really yell, which is yeah. why these people were so awful. <laughs> right. I mean, you're competing with a lot of people for airtime there. Right. And it's everybody, yeah, every, every man for himself. Yeah. But it, it's also just, I mean, my producer pep talk was just to say a single sentence, please, Jacqueline, just say something. <laughs> but other people, you know, like Becca and Tia, that drama, like I think that they were, well, I think Becca was feeling it that mm -hmm. day, but I think that's because she gets easily riled up and afterwards was a little bit regretful of it mm -hmm. because no, just nobody had genuine beef with each yeah. other. And then even I'll say like what was so annoying with this episode was the women sitting in the back who were like weren't on the show essentially yeah. trying to assert themselves. At least the women on my season who were gone night one would say things like, I was gone night one, <laughs> but watching back, it kind of seemed like this. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's fair. Ugh, I had the best women, best. Yeah. At first watching this, I was like, oh, some of these, there's some good women on the season. I was like, oh, maybe not. No. When you went out, were you still wearing your gown or did you change your clothes? changed my clothes into another borrowed outfit. <laughs> the company was supposed to send it to me and never did. Oh. Name them. Name names. No, you don't have to. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Dasari or something. All right. And so how do you think Colton did this week? Well, you mean yesterday, this episode? Oh, yes. I thought he looked really cute. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know what happened. His hair is a little shaggier. Yeah, maybe a little darker. Yeah, it did seem a little darker. But also he was... So I couldn't tell if he was more tan or if his teeth were whiter. I think he was more tan and probably also probably his teeth were. Both. Yeah. He looks so cute though. Yeah. It's like, wow, Colton. He looked very boyish with the right. little, you know, kind of. It's probably also the glow from the previous night's episode. Yeah, um, right. The winking shower scenes the sh were The shower were was good. funny. Yeah. They, it's nice when The Bachelor leans into their own bullshit. But yeah. Colton often will fade to the background for me. Like, I don't. He didn't say anything yeah. remarkable. He was only in like 10 minutes yeah. of the episode. And he wasn't helpful to Kaylin. No, he's moved on from that, which... Right. I mean, that indicates like he is with somebody now, right? That mm, he... Uh, probably. Just not engaging with somebody else. Like, I remember like very specifically like Rachel mm. not engaging with Peter Krause. Yeah. And it reminded me of that. So yeah, I thought he didn't make much of an impression other than... No. He looked different and I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll talk much more about Colton next week. Right. But this week, it was not about him. Right. Or this episode. I keep saying week. <laughs> the past few days have felt like a week. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this was terrible. It was unpleasant to watch. Yeah. I, I actually ended the night f feeling down yeah. for some reason. I was mean, 80% personal reasons, but 20% was definitely <laughs> this episode. <laughs> So I kind of think the format of, um, you know, the tell-all format is kind of broken. Yeah. I think they've kind of been doing it the same way. I mean, for as long as I've been watching it, they've been doing it the same way. What are your ideas? And I, th yeah, I think I was trying to think of a way that they could, you know, change it up without like a drastic change, mm -hmm. but I'm not there yet. So the only, I, I have a drastic. What's your drastic? Question. Instead of having this big room where mm. everybody's screaming over each other with a studio audience. Right. I think it would be cool if they just kind of, you know, met in like a, 
hotel lobby or something, you know, like where they had, you know, like dating around. Did you watch Dating Around, the Netflix show where no. people go on dates? If they just sort of shot it like that. Right. And just had people, you know, Colton like talks to Kaylin, does like sort of a, you know, a relationship postmortem. Right. And, uh, you know, people who have um, conflict can just kind of have a conversation about it. I-, I think what they should do is put them all in an arena with, um, brass knuckles mm-hmm. and then the people who die can go to heaven <laughs> i mean paradise <laughs> valhalla <laughs> yeah, Valhalla. right hannah had that uh, hannah b had that right she had a brass knuckle brass sort knuckle of, or a diamond three finger ring yeah i want to say four finger ring like because that's 50 cents said four finger ring one gold ropes <laughs> um but it was three fingers it was coated in diamonds i always just she obviously can't spread her fingers that's the thing i was like what if she needs to spread her fingers she can't do it I guess there aren't that many times in life when you need to spread your fingers, but... <laughs> you need to spread them that wide. <laughs> like if you're like palming a basketball. <laughs> yeah. She can't palm a basketball. Uh, I think sort of making it more intimate would be a nice change. Yeah, I mean, I, I left this feeling truly, truly appalled and like women had been set back several centuries. Um, and then I, And then I left the entire episode feeling low. But I can't tell if that means I was completely unentertained. I mean, it was memorable, I guess. And there were certainly moments. So I don't know. I don't know if I would change it or not. But it was just really, really awful. Yeah, it was just so joyless. Was really yeah. what I like. Everyone was so angry and just like keyed up and just like nobody seemed like they were having any fun. And it really, uh, you know, it came also it, it just didn't culminate in anything. I mean, no. you like for my season, Women Tell All is a Paradise audition. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think that the women on my show leaned into that that much mm-hmm. i can't quite remember but becca and tia already knew that they had uh, you know a first class ticket to paradise so that was just some entertainment i guess same with crystal caroline at least used her time wisely yeah in the night one girls were at least sort of respectful i don't really remember much beyond that yeah these girls were just eating each other to get into paradise yeah and it was pointless i don't even think that women i guess it has some effect on whether you go but i don't think it has that much of an effect i honestly think having good relationships with producers has a much better effect on like you going to paradise so it was just pathetic (laughs) yeah (sighs) about demi and courtney i mean we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna take a break yeah and just kind of decompress but we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna talk some more about the actual like tv experience of watching it but yes it felt bad feels bad man all right, we're going to take a break. Be right back. Okay. So the first segment after the, uh, you know, the montage of breakups and panic attacks, um, which made me laugh, just everybody just screaming over each other. It was awful. It was just terrible TV. I was like, I can't figure out what's happening. I don't know why these women didn't go out there and think to themselves, do I want to feel ashamed? <laughs> At the end of the night and for the rest of my life. Yeah. I didn't even like Demi this episode. I mean, she had some funny things to say. Yeah. Courtney. Well, we're going to we're going to get to we're, okay. we'll get, we get to Courtney. Fine. But everybody was so angry. There was no build, you know, like everybody just came out like. Ah, rah, 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 rah. I never understood the anger between these people yeah. ever because there wasn't any defined villain. So it seemed like most of the beefs were over really stupid things throughout the whole season. And then. Either got resolved by people going home or just yeah. resolved because there was no content to them. Mm. So how did they manage to get riled up enough right. to come on stage and do that? 
my presumption is because they wanted to go on paradise and just wanted like their last remnants of airtime. And that's just so pathetic. And that has been the problem with this season and why there's only been one authentic episode the entire season is we don't believe any of them. Yeah. Ugh. Wouldn't a better paradise audition be to come out and be cool? Like be someone like who we like and want to hang out with for another, you know, eight weeks or whatever, as opposed to someone who is just like aggressive and going to scream at somebody. I mean, you'd think it's always good to have some some beef, like some aggression mm -hmm. or whatever in paradise. But that's not the focal point. I feel like it's usually between men. And that will arise naturally. The format of the show allows for conflict. Mm -hmm. because you're stealing each other's partners. So you don't need incredibly demonstrative, terrible people going in. Yeah, it's inherent. So yet you want to root for people. And no, I can't imagine anybody's rooting for any of these people. No, not at all. Oh, it was rough. It was just rough. It was like the word that I came up with was that it was shapeless. Like there was no yeah. arc. They just came out. They were angry. We didn't even really remember what they were angry about because it was so inconsequential. Right. And then they didn't resolve it. They just screamed over each other. Right. 15 people talking at once. Right. Chris Harrison was like, I can't even get in here. Mm -hmm. They got to switch it up. Or at least, I don't know, moderate it a little better. I don't know. So then kind of the next thing was Katie. We we found out about, you know, Katie's infamous overheard conversation. Yeah. Which happened on the bus from the airport to the hotel in Singapore. You know, we got a specific location. Everything always location. happens. Yeah. In a van. Yeah. Or a so bus. I guess, and I guess probably they didn't, yeah, they didn't have cameras or uh, mics on. Yeah. Katie's telling the truth. I really liked Katie. It really infuriates me what she tweeted today. Katie? About, yeah, people are basically saying she was aggressive because she's black. It's just. Pathetic, but no, that's that's yeah. disgusting. What are you talking about? I liked her in so many ways in this women tell all and throughout the season. I think she's one of the classiest people on all the right, show. All right, so we can root for Katie. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is, is that she she didn't get she didn't get much of a redemption moment either. You know, I mean, and this is why it's like so frustrating that people are going after her. Is like Kaylin gave her sob story. Katie tried actually to be empathic towards Kaylin and then got the whole like Kaylin's unwilling to to budge or or to admit any fault, which obviously contradicted a private conversation they'd had. Katie expressed frustration and then never got to resolve it. Like yeah. there was never any resolution there. So we just leave her like yelling and frustrated, which is sort of unfair to Katie because she actually had a really good point, which is like, it's totally fair to be on the show and be talking about those other things. She didn't even name names except to some other women. And like people talk to each other and they name names. And that's yeah. how women especially resolve conflict by talking to each other. So I don't think Katie did anything wrong. And, and she's just like, you know, you talked about sliding into Dean's DMs. That's fine. I don't even have a personal problem with it necessarily. But Knowing Colton, and I have an individual relationship with Colton that I care about and nurtured, I didn't want him to be misled. And so I told him to look out, which is like, fine. Reasonable. Yeah. And then and then Kaylin just like wouldn't meet her in the middle at all, which would have been so gratifying for anybody to just be like, okay, you know, we're not on these teams of right reasons versus wrong reasons. Like you can be somewhere in the middle and you can go from one extreme to the other throughout this process as you develop feelings. And there was just none of that. There was no growth in any way during this. That was my rant for today, by the way. Well, it was a good one. Thank right. You. And, you know, after we had seen, 
you know, some complexity from Caitlin. Yeah. And then to see her just deny, like obviously deny, you know, a true statement. Yeah. Even Hannah B, who's like studiously avoiding conflict, was like, yeah, Katie's right. Yeah, that was funny. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get into it, but Katie is right. (laughs) (laughs) Watching this episode, it's like, oh, Caitlin's chances of being the Bachelorette are slipping away. Well, they're, they've already slipped. Yeah. They've got their bachelorette. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Kaylin will be good in paradise, maybe. I guess. So she, she, I, could I be an engagement kind of she could be an engagement paradise person. Yeah. She's like an Amanda Stanton kind of type. Yeah. So then there was Courtney and Demi, which was one of the worst things I've ever seen on this, this show. I like went to bed thinking about that pacifier move and, and was feeling really uncomfortable. Yeah. Like that was a move of of total humiliation. I don't think Courtney completely realized what she was doing when yeah. she did that. Undoubtedly set up by a producer. It was extremely similar to Chelsea handing Marie the compact. Yes. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Except that um, Chelsea didn't assault her with it. Yeah, because she was glam shaming. Right, which is like also petty, but putting a pacifier in somebody's mouth, like I, when I really imagine that happening to me, like I almost want to cry. I can't yeah. imagine sitting up there with all those people having somebody just shoved something in my mouth yeah. as a pacifier. No, it's an absolute move of domination and humiliation. It was, right. It made me wonder like what is like the producer's ethical responsibility to keep someone from doing something that's so flagrantly a bad idea? Yeah, it's it's actually really odd for me to think about because it it almost makes me think that the producers don't like Courtney because yeah. they I made felt her look terrible, terrible. Like I felt unhinged. really protected by my producers. Like they would never have let me do anything that was that terrible. But I I never did anything that was a terrible idea on yeah. the show. And when I I remember once I like spoke up in defense of Crystal and they told me that I didn't want to be on the wrong side of history. <laughs> I was like this isn't the civil rights movement. So. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I don't know who her producer was. I kind of want to ask Chelsea who her producer was. Mm-hmm. Again, I have an idea. There's a villain producer, you know. <laughs> ah. uh, uh, yes, he's very talented. Oh. He's very talented. I never did a single interview with him. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. he just wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Is he on Instagram? I'm not going to give him away. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk off mic. Yeah. It just seemed cruel to everyone involved in a way that was like, this isn't good. Like it wasn't, and it wasn't even good TV. It was just hard to watch in a way that was It seemed out of character for Courtney, too. I mean, she yeah. was pretty... Honestly, she came across as pathetic during the season, but she didn't come across as, like, necessarily mean Yeah. or uh, incredibly demonstrative. I mean, she was just... She was just kind of, like, shy and yeah. insipid. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this was, like... I mean, she just, like, came out being super aggressive, and it, sound, it seemed out of character. It seemed set up. Yeah. And then I don't think, I don't think that Demi... I don't think this episode reflected particularly well on her either, but she the thing she had going for her was that she was on brand. I just mm-hmm. think she leaned too heavily into it. <laughs> yeah. And she is clever. Mm-hmm. So she said funny things. The yeah. bed bugs thing was like she'd obviously planned it for a yeah. long time. But it was yeah, it's kind of funny and it was accurate. Kind of funny, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Annoying until I forget about you until you annoy me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 2019 and you still haven't talked to Colton. That was a good line, too. But Yeah, I really did not like Demi when Colton came out. And she was like, have you met Courtney? Like, that was unnecessary. Yeah, it was like, don't bring it back up. Right. And then, but then Courtney didn't. She had nothing to say, which is like. Yeah, thank God. You got to give. Well, you think she should have said. I mean, it, it was like, the most hi, Or even just moment. hi. Yeah. Hi, yeah. But. Because Colton was like, have you guys been talking about me? I mean, he was very confused. <laughs> yeah, he. but he came out and he's like, wow, there's like bad vibes out here. This seems <laughs> bad. I right. was not expecting <laughs> this darkness. But 
it was like uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta versus Real Housewives of Dallas. The Bachelor's supposed to be a little classier than this. And it was just so tawdry. Yeah. And cruel. Yeah. I didn't enjoy it. I hope they don't do it again. I'm struggling to find anything positive to say about this episode. I mean, it, there were moments that I felt were sort of entertaining. Oh, yeah. Nick Viles' Halo Top commercial. Yes. Let's talk about the Halo Top stuff. Nick Viles', Nick Viles' Halo Top commercial was, was probably my favorite. I wish that I could understand why Nick Viles sucks in the hearts of so many other people because it, it really makes me think about my taste in men. Like, <laughs> I like everything that he does. <laughs> He's very funny. G- granted, I don't follow him very much yeah. so he might do t- tons of things that are terrible but every time i see him i'm like ha he's very funny, funny. his he's painting shirtless handsome. thing is awesome yeah it's always mountains yeah. like i think it's the only <laughs> thing he knows how to paint which is fine <laughs> you know he seems self-aware has a sense of humor about himself but also takes himself seriously yeah that commercial was great i really like halo top that's the other thing do you know about halo top yeah we ate it in the bachelor mansion oh really yeah oh okay yeah they have a deal obviously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i get it at the uh at my Grocery store around the corner for me when it's on sale because otherwise it's like $8 a pint. Well, Nicole should be sending thank you notes to Halo Top, not just because they gave her ice cream, but because that's the only reason she got hot seated. Yeah. It's like just a promotional bit. <laughs> I was I was like, Nicole, why is she yeah. getting a hot seat? Then I kind of got mad again that I wasn't hot seated, <laughs> to, to be totally honest. <laughs> well, it was also, I mean, I guess it was also just to give her a chance to like talk without people screaming at her. I hadn't even remembered her crying that much, which then no. they showed it back. I was like, oh, oh okay, sure. I guess she cried. It seems like that was like it seemed like people didn't like her in the house. And it seemed like it was because she was crying all the time and it was annoying. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. She wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah. That whole sequence with Onyek and Nicole made no sense to me. It's just incomprehensible. Anytime you are the attack dog on the show, you're going to look bad. Yeah. Unless there is a very clear villain. Like, people attacked Crystal, but ugh, not even that. And Caroline even got called extra when she was like, don't go after my friends and call them <laughs> and whatever. Also, that girl who was like, I was bullied when I was little, and that isn't bullying. Yeah, it's like, what was Shut that? up. Yes, it was bullying. It like, was bullying. <laughs> it was clearly, it was like textbook bullying. Also, bullying, the definition of bullying isn't like, one, you get a swirly. Two, you get like <laughs> pants. Three, like there, there isn't a list of ten things that comprise yeah. bullying. It's like n- no intimidation. Dom, yeah. Courtney bullied, you know, yeah. Demi. Now, granted, it's very hard to bully Demi because she's not, she can't be yeah. made submissive. But um, yeah, I mean, that was that was right. crazy. Ugh. And then Jane kept talking for no reason. That was just so irritating. Who even were these people? They were just gone too early, so it made them viewers like the rest yeah. of us so they have no inside knowledge and nothing to contribute <laughs> uh, uh. right you smell bullshit when you see stuff yeah like yeah it was just rough man we're gonna take a break we're not giving you any resolution here either <laughs> i know i feel bad we're gonna take a break we're gonna talk about hannah b and kaylin and then we're gonna we're gonna go move on with our lives <laughs> but first what a word from our sponsors okay let's talk about hannah b okay who reality steve reports this is not confirmed but Reality Steve reports Hannah B is the next Bachelorette. Yeah, and her performance essentially confirmed that. Yes. The Bachelor Twitter account tweeted a gif of Hannah saying, I'm cool with you, You hope you're cool with me, to Colton with you know the caption, when you get along with your ex. So they are like putting her over, to mm-hmm. use a wrestling term. Yeah, 
Man, she came across as scripted. (laughs) (laughs) It was a little unpolished. You know what I mean? Well, she's not a polished person. Yeah. Which is, I think, part of her appeal. You know, she says funny things and she she seems down to earth and relatable because she's not a polished person. So I kind of wish that they had just let her run rampant. Because I, I, I don't think she would have said anything too terrible. No, but she gets anxious and she gets yeah. tripped up and she has trouble talking. Which is going to be a problem for her. Yes, that's the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the hindrance to her being. Like, I think she'll be good in terms of being like goofy and fun and right. being um, very emotionally open. Like she wears her emotions on her sleeve. Yeah. But not being able to articulate your thoughts clearly is going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's going to be like Chris Souls, but in female form. And she's also more entertaining than Chris Souls. Yeah. So that's good. But again, like they, they had to make up for Chris Souls by having the best group of broads ever. <laughs> good luck finding the great. male Kelsey yeah. Poe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, I, there was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good season, right? She, you know, she stayed out of the drama, got to look cool and above oh, it all. How old is she? 24. Okay. Young. I don't care that how old she is, really. I just, I I want older people on the show again. It's always better. Better. So hopefully she likes older men. <laughs> they need to be thirty yeah. or above, right? They kind of for or like half men, of them do. <laughs> men especially. Yeah, yeah. If we have to watch a bunch of twenty-four year old, and they're all going to be like bros. Yeah, they're all going to be bros. SEC bros. Uh huh. A lot of football players probably. Yeah, but the other thing they could do is lean into her goofy yeah. side and have a bunch of goofy people on. There, that's which would the be way. Fun. That's the way to go. I think. With, yeah. With Hannah. Yeah, just get some goofy guys. A whole season of James Taylors. That's what I, oh my God. I know, it's going to be a whole season. If the, if the Bachelor does this thing where they hire a bunch of like Southern bros and then try to make them out to be like, you know, the chivalry of old and they're actually just regular old pieces of shit like every season, I'm going to be so annoyed. And yeah. they put all those men on paradise. Actually, that's what these women would deserve. So never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk a little bit about who wasn't there. I think it was just Elise in terms of people who we actually saw who weren't there. Yeah, that's really strange. I wonder why. She was at a wedding. Oh, well, good for her for yeah. choosing. Her yeah, friends, valuable or family things. over over this. Yeah, right. It always happens that there's that some people usually it's because they have a boyfriend now. Or that's what it's been in the. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, Mikkel just wasn't invited. She wasn't invited? Yeah. I think it's because of the um, the racist oh, stuff yeah. that came out. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I don't know. I could see her being invited on Paradise this year. Maybe. Maybe. She still has good relationships with everybody. Yeah. It was just poor, poor timing. So Elise, I think, was the only one who wasn't there. Yeah. Um, that would have been a good redemption. People liked, like, Elise, is a, she was a pretty likable character, I think. But Unless she gets a boyfriend in real life. Which I could see happening. Yeah. I imagine she'll be on Paradise. Mm-hmm. So, so who do you think will be on Paradise from these ladies? And who who would you like to see, if, if anyone? Sydney, I guess. Sydney. Yeah, I didn't love it when she asked Colton if he was still a virgin. Well, she had to. She had to say something. That was planted, but I think she kind of redeemed it with then making it into an inside joke between the mm. two of them. So that was kind of cute. Yeah. Also, another gross point. Was it Demi who was like, at least I didn't leave like a coward? Somebody said that to Sydney. Not really, really pissed me off. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Somebody tried to call it Sydney, which was just ridiculous. But yeah, I, I, she was cool the whole time. Yeah. There's a good chance she'll be there. I mean, Demi will be there. We, Demi that will was be confirmed. There. It was funny when Chris Harrison tried to confirm that Becca Martinez would be on Paradise. 
And like she hadn't talked to anybody or confirmed <laughs> that yet. So she was like, uh, I might yeah. not be. And then she wasn't. Because she, she wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. She had <laughs> other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think obviously Nicole will be there. Um, yeah. I don't see her having a strong relationship though for some her. reason. She's there to be friends with people. Nicole? Yeah. Well, she's doing poorly at that task since it seems like nobody <laughs> likes her, which I don't get. I like Nicole just yeah. fine. Who did it seem like her friends were? I don't know. Kind of didn't, maybe Sydney? I don't know. Yeah, there, there are a couple people. Who there are a couple. For a bit. The bulk of the cast is going to be mm-hmm. these people, but. It's odd. Like, I think back to Paradise and it seems like everybody who was on my season was on Paradise, but that's not really true. And there were a lot of women from from Nick's season, yeah. seasons past that mm-hmm. were on. Just felt like everybody can go on Paradise. Yeah. And there's always people who were there, who were eliminated like the first night who show up and you're like, huh. Right. So there'll be some surprises, but mm-hmm. we can predict Kaylin, Nicole, Demi, Sydney. I'd be fine not seeing any of these people. Yeah, again. seriously. But we will see some of them. And really. I think we should do Bachelor in Paradise All-Stars where we bring back people from like way past seasons. Yeah. They're probably in their 40s now. <laughs> yeah, people from like 2007. Yeah. yeah, we had just had to watch a bunch of 23-year-olds just make a mess of things on stage, and now we have some 40-year-olds who actually... <laughs> oh, I got to go. I got to pick up my kids. Yeah. I'm just excited for next week. Mm-hmm. That's really what it's about. We're waiting for the four hours of finale. It's going to be great. Yeah, where Colton inevitably ends up with Cassie somehow. Yeah, somehow. We'll see how it all unfolds. Right. Until then. And we're going to be positive next week. I think we will be. Yeah. We were negative this week because it was bad. No, we were positive yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, it's just today. All right. This has been a beautiful podcast to fall in love. Please rate, review, and subscribe. I'm Liam Matthews. I'm Jacqueline Trumbull. We'll be back twice next week. And until then, bye. Whether it's a new Netflix original, the latest season of a long-running network drama, or a reevaluation of a legendary comedy series, TV Guide is the place for fans to come and find out about their favorite shows and movies. And, with our help, discover some new favorites as well. From our Watch This Now recommendations and newsletter, to our WTF Just Happened video series, TV Guide is the premier hub for people who love TV as much as we all do to come and hang out. Visit us at tvguide.com, follow us on social media at TV Guide, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash tvguide for all this great free content and let us help you find your next binge.